Welcome back to R&B's Nightmare by your narrator today, me, Vanessa. So, um, if you haven't listened to the intro, uh, there's two parts. I did in uh, two days, uh, so go and listen. Uh, otherwise, welcome. Thanks for joining us here, and uh, I'm going to get started. So, uh, very, very, very first A&B in my entire life, uh, it was uh, 2020, and I was 39, and uh, it was in um, Puerto Rico. So Puerto Rico uh, was, because I was uh, going to St. Thomas at first, it was too expensive. That was my childhood destination as a child with a family. Uh, my my uh, grandmother had a, a condo on Savara Beach, and so we went there since I was a baby till I was uh, 14, uh, 14, 15, and uh, there was a major uh, hurricane that literally devastated the entire beach. So two years later, they rebuilt, reconstituted, and I remember um, met a guy there. We kept contact, and I luckily got go back um, in San Tomas, not on Sapphire Beach, but I got to go back. I got to go back when I was seventeen and spend a month there, which was really um, amazing for seventeen years old, you know, dreaming, and for you know, a place that. Um, that that was paradise to me back then as a child and uh and, and i hold a lot of memories uh with you know my siblings and people we met there and it's just the fact that you come from you know uh, uh it's a small village uh, you know uh, south of paris that is freezing all the time and you know when you go there to you just being able to wear sunglasses a bedding suit have a tan is always amazing so anybody who you know grew up it was very cold place they appreciate that and you do appreciate it way more when it doesn't happen too often so if you're not from a place paradisiac looking kind of place you know you do enjoy that now after living so many years in florida and all those other places around florida you don't see it as much it's not as magical and when you're an adult of course it kind of lose its magic and uh, this uh, the excitement you get from being a kid so anyway, I figure, you know what, Puerto Rico is close enough. Uh, I'm just going to do that, you know, I'm just going to, you know, right now, at this moment, I wanted to get out to something different, be somewhere different outside of the United States that I didn't have to deal with visa and, you know, all this shit. Uh, and so up, and I think I was a uh, process of renewing the passport, so I didn't, that, that was probably one of the reasons I couldn't go anywhere else at the time. So here I am, you know, uh, I go online and, I, and I'm starting to look on this INB site for the very, very first time. And don't really understand the entire audio, but I, I'm, I'm scrolling down. It's probably a month or two in advance. I wasn't home yet. And I... Uh, I think I just checked out anything that was near the San Juan, anything that's near downtown. 
anything here close to beach and I didn't want to go over about 700 amounts that sounded like a little bit much so I tried to find that which was very difficult I remember at some point I see something around eight to nine hundred and I thought oh no it's way too much so I uh, kept screwing until I found something that was around 600 and I thought you know just to get started haven't been in a place where you actually share with other people so I'm just going to uh, you know, advancing myself into uh, not that I wanted to get a stressful situation I just wanted to put myself in a place where I would have to be forced to make connection to meet other people so I thought that if I had share in a house that would be a best way for me to do that also I didn't want to be a snobby type of person that just like need the luxury all the time and you know need a space stuff I was like the more difficult, the stressful you put yourself into a situation, the, the, the stronger you come out of it and the better experience you might get after and uh, the more resistant you get as well. So, uh, and because I had just had an apartment to myself, a two bedroom in Cleveland, which was really nice for a year and a half just before that, you know, I was like, I can't tough it up, come on. And so, price-wise, nothing, nothing was really decent. It was very expensive anyway, anywhere you wanted to. So you know, yeah, I'm just picking something, not knowing that I'm actually like six to eight miles away from the downtown. And then when you're coming from far away, you figure, ah, it's nothing because on the map it looks really close. And sometimes they put the thing on the map much closer to a location than they actually eat. And so very often, it's not going to show the exact address, it's just going to be a pinpoint on the map. And so if they put it the wrong way, and you don't, and you, you can't, don't get to see it until you actually click and booked, then you could be screwed because when they do give you the address, realize that you're so far away and you were in a really bad area. And that's actually what happened to me. Not only I was pretty far away, it was about 20 bucks for me to get an Uber ride to San Juan. Uh, so not very practical for someone, you know, who come to visit for the first time and, you know, it's not like I'm coming with my own car. And uh, so funny enough, uh, short story is that the 900 bucks that I did want to pay, um, uh, by the time I got there, I looked it up and it was up to a thousand. So when the shortest, the, the closest you get to the date, the price rise. And also depends when, I think uh, I was there in June, at the end of May and uh, the mid-June. So I realized that actually 900 back then was a good deal. I was gonna have a studio on the beach uh, that was all accommodated, completely on my own, beautiful, you know, TV, everything. But now I wanted to save money and I wanted to uh, you know, thought that I would have more money in my pocket uh, by doing that, by getting something, you know, shared and something cheaper. So it wasn't because I counted over it. Not only the place was, uh, that was just terrible. It was uh, 
It was like me going into highly toxic environment, a very bad neighborhood. Uh, it was extremely loud between the 4 a.m. chicken and the dogs barking at 6 in the morning. And the owner that live upstairs that makes tons of noise and their Wi-Fi that just keeps going on and off and keep changing their names, their codes constantly, giving you a headache. But on top of that, uh, they made me feel very uncomfortable. So it's even worse. You had a naked daughter that was uh, in a, one of the adjacent rooms, but they didn't tell us it was the daughter until we actually left. But she would just lay there half naked very uncomfortable. We had, um, uh, there were music, you know, they were drinking the music at night. Uh, often it was just, uh, uh, just a very, very weird thing. One time I went to the, the kitchen and they were like, uh, mangoes and banana layout in a really, uh, you know, specific way. And they were just, uh, trying to say a message. One night I watched an horror movie. I, I watched a serial horror movie, but there was a spe specifically movie about a doll sitting on the chair on the sofa and uh it was really frightening and stuff but you know funny and then in the morning they were that and i wasn't even there before there was a doll on the sofa sitting like this just facing us and i was like are they watching me are they do they have camera on the on the uh, on our device or is there a camera in the room i don't know but that was just suspicious are they hacking us you know what we're doing through um, through the, through the sides of it, I don't, I'm not sure. Anyway, I, it just kind of felt like they knew what you were watching or doing. So, and I'm like, they were all the way up there. So it's not like they were the room next door. So I was always wondering how, you know, and I did not think that they would even, you know, put a camera in the bedroom. That did not cross my mind back then. I thought, I knew there was a camera in the living room. They didn't tell me about, but I kind of knew. And you just, uh, and that's another thing is like, when you share, it's okay. But when you're being watched, like for example, things can be really different when it's a host that's not living in the place. And when it's a place that is hosting for foreigner and your accommodation, but it's just, you know, it's just to make you comfortable, so you you could you don't part of the you know part of, you know like in somebody's family's house. It would be different if they're friendly people. They'd be very different, and they also if they you know respect others' privacy. And when you have someone you know doesn't go out to work and is there constantly, and you know they're watching you, it doesn't feel good at all. And that's the one thing that just made me feel really. Uh, stress you know and ease like you you cross them you say hi you know you're going to see them at least twice a day um and you know when they know what you've done in the kitchen you know what you ate what you when you left all of this stuff you know uh and then there would be notes like little notes about uh remember we the toilet was not flushing and the water wasn't working at some points and they didn't do anything about it then i got uh, when I slipped and my son slipped in the floor because there was water all around uh, by the small bathroom floor and he really, really hurt his leg. And the same night, I got a message about how we left some hair in the toilet, in the brush or something. So instead of being apologetic or something, 
uh, we were the one doing something wrong. Another time, um, uh, the, 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 the wife will come and, um, and talk and act like uh, being really friendly. So, so it was kind of like um, a, a Jack and Hyde kind of the feeling. You have the wife being really nice, the guy's being a little hostile. The little girl was sweet. There was a little girl was, uh, who we see once in a while watching Disney movies, which I would say out of my entire trip, that was the only thing that was pleasant. Uh, it was to you know talk to that little girl and see her playing and stuff like this. So, and, uh, um, uh, and the dogs and the chickens and uh, you know the cats, and, uh, they did have lots and lots of stray cats uh, less dogs, but in all over the streets, and that was um, the most dangerous street. I'm sure there's way more, but um, but you did have gang members, you did have prostitutes in some corners, and it, it will not be a place you go after 8 p.m. And since we never did that, then we didn't have, we didn't really know what was going on there at night. Um, so. Um, Another thing is, like, within two days, there were red ants in the closet, and they started going everywhere. There were a tiny fridge, and uh, it was really, it was very, very tidy. I will show a picture of a room if anybody asks. And I'm not joking. This is, a, this is, like, a really small room. So you have a small room, and in the closet, there was a small folding bed that I opened that. So... There was no fan, no AC, so my only hope, there was a little hole in the, the mosquito net in the window. So my only air coming in was that, you're talking the mid-May, you're talking 95 degrees. It's, it's unbearable. It's uh, very uncomfortable to be in somebody's house that watch you and there's a bunch of people in and out. There's also another room was being rented across the wall. Uh, so you never know when there'll be people or not. Uh, and you be sharing with two or three people that tiny bathroom that barely works. So um, if now everybody was friendly and it was a good atmosphere, that would be very different if people were respectful. So that's really about the atmosphere and the people around you. So it's one thing to be uncomfortable, but it's another thing to be in watch, you know, feel like you've been uh, constantly being watched, you've been preyed upon, and they've been played upon. Like, uh, that's a completely different feeling. So. Uh, you know, by the end, I knew that this, this, most people weren't people that should be hosting, you know. I, they, they can't even, you know, they, they can't, it's not, and I don't even know how it's, you know, they, they're even hosting. It's just because anyone can host these days. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have mental issues, but, I mean, now you, this, this was way beyond some small mental issues. It was just, um, it's just a... Uh, very toxic and very insane and uh, to the point like I don't even know how I made it nearly three weeks and uh, so I booked the months so I ended up staying only like 18 days um, and I didn't even get to put down any review really because it, it put down as cancelled as I never was there and I was never reimbursed anything uh, when I did I tried to ask they denied me within a second because they weren't gonna you know, take any uh, uh, responsibility for, you know, uh, how bad it was, of course. But the worst thing is that I had done almost 30 to 40 trip, round trip just to get out of there because how hard it was, how uncomfortable. 
So eventually that adds up and within three weeks, I had spent over 200 something in Uber. In uh, just, you know, buying food, other things. So I ended up spending over a thousand dollars that month. Uh, and, I, and then here's the money that I thought I was saving, I didn't. So, so I, I, if you look back now, this is always because it's like a clear, clear on sale half of discount, something that always attracts you at first. A number is always smaller at first, and, and when, it, when you see that, it always kind of attracts you to get to it. Uh, it's kind of the site when it says it's 20, and then when you click after all the fee added at the end, whenever you're about to pay, it's suddenly $20 more, but you don't even pay attention because you remember the number you saw first. And that happens a lot with hotels. Like, no matter what site you go to, it will always round up. And when you go in person, you think, it's better online if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay less, but you end up paying way more. So, um, so yeah, I've, I remember the only thing that they helped me with is when I was getting heat up, my entire feet and arm were getting heat up by those red, head, red hands. And that's like, by example, if you were picnicking and you were just having like two or three, it would help like hell. But I had about 50 red hands all over my legs and arm, and it was so burning, it was very painful. And I finally had to show her to, for her to give me some spray uh, but uh, even after I spread, uh, only the small room, so it was everywhere, but the smell it was really uh, hard to breathe. But it didn't go away, and they kept coming back. So we had that for three weeks. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was just like, you can't breathe, too hot, you can't sleep. Uh, and you you had like two or three locks just in order to get out and come back in, which was very annoying. And, and, and you don't get to really enjoy fully, you know, how you could have enjoyed. Of course, I managed to go to San Juan three times. I got to go to the nearest beach. Uh, we usually get a taxi or Uber. I walk there, um, get to uh, do whatever I could do. And, um, um, just I almost had nightmare from this place. I mean, I just um, it was really, really bad experience. And and I remember the second day put me into a shock, panic because when you plan something and you realize that you you you've been a target and then you're living in somebody's place and you're not gonna get reimbursed and you you stuck there and. Uh, and it's just gonna be worse and worse. And you door doesn't knock and you just really don't know what they're capable of. Like all type of fear comes up. And you know, and your Wi-Fi keep going off. So you're like, you don't know, I, I don't have, I don't have my phone or had like Wi-Fi like some people have. Um, so I relied on that, which when you rely on, on their Wi-Fi, then you know, you just, kind of that also what made things much worse so it's always good to try to have your own uh, try to get your own router your own device your own thing because rely on people's wi-fi when you go places is the worst you'd be watching a movie and they would stop every five minutes i would just slow down i would just come back up or we change the code so that would make you crazy like really fast so that that, that just really got to, to me like 
really quickly within three days i could not handle it i was just like watching in slow motions nothing would seem to work it was terrible the tv always get turned off like you can never use it in living room the only good thing would really be ice and uh and then the coffee maker that i could use and the ice machine in the fridge um and i was eight really um i don't yeah i i don't know how i survived 18 days sleeping there but it was really bad and so in those so when you arrive somewhere and then you realize it's you it's really really bad you i remember starting to work with the rnb team um and uh the, the answer was slow they weren't gonna help me to get out right away they basically you know they they want to reach the host while you're staying there if you're staying there and it's really unpleasant and they're going to start a fight or they're going to come and aggress you the last thing you want is to communicate things through them right there because you don't know uh, how, you know if they're going to take this to the next level you have no idea so that's the problem that's one big problem is that you they they won't start an investigation or helping you out in any case once you're already there for a day once you pass the 24 hour mark and then you say you know this is not good they just not gonna help unless they reach the host so the only way they could start helping you is and if you're out of there and they can and, and you get all your stuff out there you don't know if you're gonna steal your stuff they're gonna burn it they're gonna throw it out you just don't know you know uh just um so that was another thing that I felt I was talking. I could not really start anything because I was there and they were going to try to contact them directly. And I really, I was too afraid. It was demanded people that I was like, ah, oh, it's probably, wait, it's better, better than I just hold on. And I, um, and then they'll figure out when I'm going to leave or, you know. And then at some point I started to think maybe I got to try to stay the, the most that I can and then leave. And that's what I did, but it was not worth it me staying was not worth it what's not fair is like if you book so much in advance and you, there's saying no refund policy or or once you in you cannot get any refund or no matter what then it really feels like you're getting screwed 100 percent because the people are just terrorizing predator and they're just um they're just enjoying you here you you've a narcissistic supply they're getting money and you have a supply for their ego they, it's just like having uh it's like a having like um you know a bunch of cockroach around you and you like in the cage and they just like get to you know poke and throw stuff at you daily uh and they, they're not going to stop nothing's going to make them stop they're just not decent people period like they don't care what you say in the future like that just grows on them it feeds them it feeds them so the ego so much and it, it makes them feel better the more they can see you in distress and trouble the better they feel so that's really a situation with the rmb host when they are like this when they have that mentality um and they just don't care they know that you know if you leave early they still get their money and so they they will do anything they can and to get you out they like so that's why it's a, it's kind of difficult this situation. So any place you have never been, always make sure you never book more than two weeks. Even though the monthly discount is very very appealing and you do save a lot, I would say don't. From experience, I 
you know, done it a few times, and every time when there was a bad situation, it was always bad because I had a whole month, and then, you know, I had to endure that long, and you would not get half. So if you only get two weeks, uh, and you have to leave sooner, then it's only two weeks you have to endure, not a whole month. So, um, yeah, and uh, that was just, um, so so that, that really just made uh, everything just uh, the worst. And I, um, and that's, that's what I have to say on for this episode. So on the next episode, it's going to be my second Airbnb, which was a way shorter stay. It was only uh, four nights and it was still in Puerto Rico. So uh, come and check out my next episode. Thanks for listening.